G'day everyone, this is Tractor and welcome to the Milsim and Gel Ball podcast. We talk about Gelsoft, we talk about Milsim and we talk about something a bit new today. In uh, the studio I've got a couple of guests, uh, who have I got here with me? Over here we've got... We've got Chris. Chris off in the distance, nowhere near his mic, a bit closer bro. Yeah, we've got Chris. Yeah, and who else have we got? Oh, uh, we've got Jamie. Hey Jamie. So these guys both work at the field, they're here regulars, so... Uh, You'll hear a little bit out of them occasionally if you're at Milsim East, but uh, we're going to talk to them about something new today. Something new, something very exciting. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Alright, so let's... uh So, as everyone knows, I'm um, fairly heavily involved with EP normally. Um, we announced that EP is postponed, uh, and that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, just is what it is. So um, while the, all that's happening, I'm stepping away from EP for a little while, trying to do some new projects. And I've been talking to you guys about it this morning. So who wants to break the news? Yes, yeah, so Tractor's been talking to us about uh, this new game mode he's decided to come up with. Which sounds very, very interesting. It's a bit different to anything you've done before, isn't it, Chris? It's a bit different to anything I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and well, I haven't even played a video game that's like this. Yep. What about you, Jamie? You you done anything that's like this before? Uh, not like it, no, but I'm definitely, definitely interested in doing something like this. So I'm yep. super keen to get stuck in and talking about it. Because, um, Chris, you've done... Toowoomba, you've done yeah, EP 1.5. Yeah, I've done a couple of Milsom-orientated events, but nothing remarkably close to what the ideas have been thrown around at the moment. Yeah. So what we're talking about, people, is Operation Flashpoint. Um, and the premise is that a solar flare has gone off and created a massive EMP that's destroyed the world. We're here at Wacol. That's happened. COVID-19 is still a thing in the background, so there's some sick people as well. But nothing electronic or mechanical works anymore. Yes. And people walk onto the field. This happened 10 seconds ago, and people are thrown straight into the meat grinder of, all right, the bomb just went off, and action. <laughs> yeah, we've got civilians running around freaking out. There are, how are we going to survive? How are we going to look after ourselves? So let's talk about, like, we've got some classes. For anyone that's played D&D or Fallout or what, you're used to playing and having reputations and codes of honour and stuff. So let, let's talk about the first one. So I've just called it Pirates. So when I say Pirates to you guys, you've got a better understanding. So how would you explain what Pirates do and are and what's their motivation? For me, I just see them as bad people. Uh, going around looting, stealing, doing whatever they've got to do to look after themselves and their their brotherhood as such. They're just, just yeah, no good people just trying to live. Yeah, a little bit of a... Um, the, definitely the criminal element comes into play when I see this talk of pirates, but it's also people that have been bounded by this, uh, this strict rule of society where, like, you can't do X, Y and Z, and now that there is no, essentially, society or rule of law these people can now do what they like, um, obviously within the safe restrictions of the game, but in reality, in real life, do some really terrible stuff. Yeah, so I'm thinking of the Italian mob, Mm. the Japanese Yakuza. So they've still got their own way to behave. They've still got rules within their own organisation, but they're not bound by by law as we know it now in society, doesn't exist the second an EMP goes off. Like, it's a bit chaotic. So these guys exist in that chaos. And they say their time to shine. I, I think so. It's yeah. their time to be the people at the forefront. There's no one to stop them now. That's right. So 
the opposite side to that coin that we've got for this is what I'm calling the Rangers. So, to me, the Rangers are the ex-security, the ex-police, the it, like in the previous society until 10 minutes ago, these guys upheld the law. These were got to do the right thing, very morally upstanding. So what sort of people would they be? What sort of things would they do and wouldn't they do in the game? Oh, I would expect uh, they'd be like your local police. So they're out there keeping an eye on everything, stopping, let's say, the pirates from vandalising or looting, stealing, killing... Yeah, um, we've also got a, um, a couple of correctional facilities around Wakehull, um, and I imagine that with all that happening and everything falling apart, that a lot of those correctional officers and police officers and even possible tactical teams in the area find their way to Wakehull because it's kind of like the... It's basically civilians being drawn here and they feel the need to... Yeah, we don't know why, but everyone's yeah. been drawn to Wakehull. I don't know, maybe some uh, like lanterns or something have been lit by the people who, who stay here. <laughs> the green lanterns put yeah. the thing in the air <laughs> yeah. and the bat signal's gone up. We don't, yeah. we don't know why, but people are drawn here. Yeah, so they come here and go, well, order needs to be restored and this sounds like this looks like the best place to do that. Yep. So the next group are civilians. What are civilians like? They're just average Joe. Yeah, just uh, people who are just driving about and doing their own thing and then all of a sudden this EMP hits and they're like... Well, and their car stops and yeah. they get out and go, uh, all right, well, I'm... Freaking I see, pe- I see people over there, like, let's go and talk to yeah. them. Yeah, like other people fighting off from the highway going, why is everybody moving in this direction? And then these are your civilians. Yeah. They just rock up and like, well, what I've got is what I've got. Yeah, randoms <laughs> walking around trying to find out what's going on. Uh, they're, they're lost, uh, they... they no idea, so they're trying yep. to look for answers. But we say that civilians have got a trade or a skill, so they might be, uh, like Chris, you're, you work on small engines. Yeah. So, so a civilian might have that mechanic, skill yeah. and bring it into the game. What what other sorts of skills would a civilian have? Um, someone like a chef or something. Can, yeah, they could be cook. You might be someone that can uh, produce food for people. Yep. Yeah, carpenter, uh, builders, um, yep. all that kind of stuff. I mean, sorry if you sparkies out there because you've no longer got a job. Yeah, <laughs> and and the thing that I want to stress here is unlike post-apocalyptic LARPs, nobody can craft. Like yep. nobody can magically make stuff because they've got a skill tree. We're not doing that level of complexity. We're trying to keep this as simple as possible because it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, well, there's no electricity anyway, so you're not going to sit there and get on your grinder and start building yeah, things and lave stuff up. So it's just your yeah, forage. And guys that have, you've got to forage for everything you want. Yeah, like guys that have played D&D, stuff like that before, no one's going to be crafting. Yeah. Um, if you've play, if you've been done Fallout, you, you're not going to go to a crafting bench and put products into that and out will come this uber-duber yeah. thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, um, like Tracker said, it only happened like maybe 10 minutes ago, 10, 10 5 minutes ago, so it's like... People aren't organised Yeah, yet. they're not organised and all thinking, oh man, maybe I should build a house or I should build this. It's more of like, what can I do to get to tomorrow? Yeah, so you're going to come as an NPC, Jamie, yep. and we haven't fleshed that in entirely, but what... What do you bring to the game? What is your character about? So yeah. my character is um, something that we've labelled as a trader. So this is somebody who sells goods and procures goods and things of that nature. And the whole backstory is um, now may have owned a small IGA, a Seven Eleven, or something of that nature, something you can think of in that sense. And I basically take my supplies, come to Wakehall because I see people coming here, and I'm here to make money. I'm here yeah. going... All these people have got nothing, and I've got absolutely everything, mm. and I want what they've got. So, so is it money that's motivating? Like profit is what? Yeah, motivates profit you? is. So, I feel that money is going to be playing a lesser and lesser role as this event goes on. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, um, just anything that holds value, um, and considering and considering this is a uh, uh, an event that has gel balls in it. Yep. Um, ammo and other things. Like of you that might swap a can of beans for a um, gel ball. Yeah, for, for, for some ammo to, yeah. to keep my security running for an example. Yeah, so you'll trade with anyone. Yeah, you, you're not going to align yourself to be a really no. good guy or a really bad guy. You're going to try and be in the middle. You're going to be neutral. At this stage, yeah. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> the Geneva Convention oh, of IGA. Old Switzerland. You <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the Switzerland of, of, uh, of this event, essentially, just trying to 
yeah, just just sell to as many people as possible and get as much stuff as I can for. Yeah. And that neutrality doesn't mean that you dislike law. No, not at all. No. So, what you like that there needs to be some order and people can't yeah. just be coming in and taking what they want. There needs to be some rules in society. Oh yeah, big time. So uh, the traders, even though they're not aligned to any kind of faction that may be set about, it's um, chaos. Kind of definitely intervenes. Uh, what I want to be doing as a trader. Yeah. So, yeah. so you don't want anarchy. You yeah, I, I definitely don't want anarchy. I definitely want um, not, not 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 a rule of law, but definitely enough that it's not causing a chaos. Code of, a, yeah, code a, a code of people, conduct. Yeah. yeah, like you don't care if people park in the wrong spot. Yeah, but no, I, I don't. I, care. You don't want people yeah. murdering people out the front of your shop. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, if you're going to do that, take them out into the badlands and do that. So, <laughs> oh, the bad. What are the badlands? Oh, that is a very good question, viewer. Mm. <laughs> so. This will take place at Wakehall, hmm. and people are used to playing at the junkyard and going down to Fort Lang and all that. But we've got 33 acres here, and the entire compound is now the game zone for this activity. So you'll rock up into the main car park and park your car, and you'll go registration. The second you step through that outside gate into Wounded Heroes compound, you're in the game zone. Hmm. So what does that mean to you guys? Uh, How does that change, like from a skirmish game or a milsim game, the, like Wounded Heroes has got lots of open ground and lots there's horses and all. Is, is that good? Is that bad? What's it, it make it you guys think? Creates a, a sense of uneasiness um, finding out what the game's about because there's actually no rules for no rules for um for an apocalypse of any sort. Like you just. You've got, yeah, to get in, you've got out, no experience that's yeah, relevant. You've got to find out where the game's at and then try and find where you fit in and how you're going to survive to continue on in the game. Because, Chris, we're talking about your character and how they drop in and, and what they do and stuff. So, Yeah, well, I'm a corporate security, so... Yeah, so I'm, a corporate I'm, security guy would have a gun on him. Yeah, I'll be semi-armed and yeah. semi-prepared. But a civilian is not going to walk into this game with a gun in their pocket. No, but they could be a, a rich civilian. They might be able to come up and pay the security to look after them for, for a period of time yep. um, or assist them in moving from one location to a safer location. Yeah, so the focus is moving away. From, like in Milsim, it's all about combat. So what would you say the focus of this game is? Is it... Trying to stay alive. It, it's survival? Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely say like a survival role-playing. Is so. LARP a swear word here or is LARP... Oh, I don't like using the word LARP because it is a... Because when normal people, people think, think of LARP, about swords. Yeah, they think of people with swords and tunics and like a whole bunch of people running around with rubber swords. Look at all the geeks. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's actually... Yeah, two, <laughs> two out of the three of us here are big geeks. So. Yeah. Except Chris. It's like... Yeah. It, Chris doesn't what, even know what, what's love. What's yeah. love? Eh? Yeah. What are you talking live, about? Live action role play. <laughs> so we we're talking to Chris earlier about trying to give him some examples of the the what's happening, and I said, you know, in Resident Evil, where blah 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 happened, and he's like, mm. what? Oh, yeah. What's Chris, this Resident Evil you're talking? Yeah, Chris about? isn't into pop culture, that, and that's cool. Oh. So when we talk about this stuff, we've got to get temperate with non-pop culture references. Right. Yeah, not, not, not everyone's on the same wavelength as Yeah, like, as I can't say, oh, you know, in Fallout, how you walk out of the vault and you're suddenly in the wasteland. Well, I had a very sheltered life. Yeah. There, there might be a few people out there. You're a practical similar, guy. You're not sitting on computers me. all day going... I mean, basically... Ah, I've got better things to play with. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got toys. That's yeah. a different story. Yeah. Uh, basically, when, uh, yeah, Tractor mentioned Fallout in the vault, you could just see Chris's eyes glaze over. He's like, I've, I don't know. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No, like, not at all. Like, no. I want to get guys that have never heard of Fallout hmm. or never heard of Daisy or um, any of those survival yep. open sandpit games to come to this and go, this is different to what I've done. But having limited knowledge of... The ideas that made this game, I'm still highly intrigued and yeah, keen to be a part of it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be a great experience for, for me and others that come along. It's, it's yeah. So one of the things handle. that I'm doing is like this is my baby. I, it's me, me, and me. There's mm -hmm. no group of people around me. There's no big community of people that already do this. This is something I want to create from scratch. So I've got some 
some ideas on how this will work. And one of those ideas is when the apocalypse happens right now, like I keep saying apocalypse now, yeah. this is not 10 years, this is not Mad Max where everyone's been surviving for 10 years and they've got stuff. Yeah. You were literally driving home from work and all of a sudden your car stopped. So, mm-hmm. and one of the factions we've got are preppers. And preppers get a go bag and that go bag's got certain stuff in it and we allow them to have that, but preppers are a bit crazy, so they've got to act a bit crazy too. But the average Australian doesn't have an AR-15 in the boot of their car. So we're going to apply that to this event. You're not... Like a gel blaster is part of the event. This is not a gel blasting event. Yeah. So um, I guess the best way to put it is... um, yeah, like you said, gel blasters are definitely integrated in the event, as well as everything that goes along with gel blasters, like lark knives and all the equipment and all that kind of stuff comes with it. But yeah, stuff that you would do at a game will yeah. be familiar to yeah, you. Yeah, it'll be familiar, but don't expect to rock up and like, oh, I've got my sweet metal blaster and I've got this tack rig and I'm, you yeah. know, I'm here to, cut, you know, how, you know, sit down for like sixteen days and survive. You're going to be stripped yeah. bare of everything. Yeah, yeah. it's have, have nothing. We, we do have a faction that is an admin faction. Mm. Because I'll, I want players to all experience that I didn't get a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stepping into the wildlands for the first time and I'm not prepared. So yeah. yeah, you're a civilian. You, you've just hopped out of your car because it's just stopped working and yep. everyone else is in the same boat. They're all looking around, start walking, talking, and then all of a sudden you start finding things because you're foraging around. Yeah, so we're going to have special containers that we call loot crates. So... When somebody interacts with a loot crate, how would you guys explain how that works? Well, you, you open it up and you're, you're going to find possibly a goodie if you've got there in time, or maybe someone else has found something that's uh, to advantage that helps you in the game. So you might find maybe some food, or you might find maybe a, a pistol or a rifle. And so are they literally going to open the loot crate and see a lettuce? What do you, oh, like, explain, Jamie, if you can, like, yeah, I'm seeing you go, yeah, yeah I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. So, basically, it's, um, uh, for the, for you non-gamers out there, it's basically like this box that's just been dropped out in the middle of nowhere that's got some sort of resource in it. It could be, like, ammo for a gel blaster, or it could even be a gel blaster itself, or it could be, like, a can of food, or um, some sort of other resource that we bring in for, for trade, or, or something of that nature. It's something to help you out and get... Um, Basically, get a little bit more of an edge as you play the game. Yeah, it's, it's the way. The first way you gain resources is by going and exploring, finding the loot boxes, opening them up, and seeing what you can gather. Yeah, it's like hunt, gather a hunt, yeah. and blah blah blah. It's it's basically like um, don't know where these loot boxes have come from. Have no idea who's put them here, but he's obviously he or she or they have put them here to help people out. It's almost like they knew this was coming. And Ooh, Ooh. did that? Did they expect the five G Corona <laughs> flat Earth shenanigan? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm a prepper. I have a go bag in my car, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, there's like anything that can kind of help players or um, help uh, experienced players get the extra edge. So they're out there for everybody to find and to find something in them if you've got to them fast enough. Yeah, so, so the longer you stay alive, the more things you're gonna yep. find, and the. the the stronger you're going to The stronger get. you're going to become. Yep. Yeah. So, so some of the things longer. you'll find initially are, like, I'll put some manual glocks in there. They may or may not have a magazine. Mm. They may or may not have ammo in them because in the real world, do we store gel blasters with ammo in them? No. no. We don't store, like, I am a licensed firearm owner. I do not store yep. my rifles with, and that's, yep. I'm following that vein with this, that yep. you have to go and seek out the resources you need to survive. Yeah. No, that's... You're not just yeah. going to get handed a gun that's ready to go and be a combatant. That's yeah. not what this is about. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you've got to find a trader and yeah. to go and yeah. buy the extra bits you need or go and loot to find them or yeah, trade it, it, with other people that you see in the field. And, and as a civilian, you might go, well, a gun isn't actually that important to me, but two litres of water is or a Powerade mm. or a... Or a tarp to uh, sleep we're under. We're talking about energy drinks and coffee. Like, you might go that's more important to me than having a gun. Like, th- there are people, there's ex-police and stuff around that are going to protect me. So yeah. my priority isn't to be carrying a gun. Yeah. No, I want me iced coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, iced coffee. I fall on that trap too. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so yeah, you're 100% right, Tractor. Like, it, not everybody's priority is going to be getting a gun. Yeah. And you are right, too, in the Australian, um, you know, in our society, is not everybody owns firearms. Yeah. You know, I do, and you're 100% correct. You don't keep mags loaded, you don't keep, you know, ammo in the same kind yeah. of thing and all that kind of stuff. So, what's a firearm? Exactly. Oh, yeah. It, it's when you're cooking dinner and you. No. Yeah, <laughs> you light your arm on fire and it's like, oh, yeah. firearm. Uh, yeah, no, it's. um, Yeah, it's some. A lot of room to grow and move within the game. Yeah, so like if you've got an XTP or an Azrael AK or some really cool blast, that's great. But what happens with that stuff is we're going to say, all right, at check-in, you leave that stuff in your car and if you find in the loot crate a thing that says XTP pistol or gas pistol, then you take that to a trader and you can get your own one by going, I want access to my car. Trader arranges access to your own car you you can then get that blaster. Yeah, yeah. And I don't the, think the a lot of people understand the mechanic of that. Is just because you bought um, a pump action shotgun with you doesn't mean you'll find one in the wasteland and then be able to go to the traders and go, hmm, look what I found, give me a shotgun. Yeah, and the guys with all the, the premium, highly modded blasters, you're not going to be able to just straight up use them. Yeah, like. I want this to be so different to Speedsoft and Milsim in that premium blasters are not the be-all and end-all of this event. This is not gear-focused. This is find-things-focused. I think, what was it, we were talking about, um, by all means, bring your platinum blasters, your metal blasters and all that kind of stuff, but don't even be expecting to use them. These things are a very end game, end event kind of thing yeah. where you have to progress. So That's your level up yeah, perks. Yeah, your level up perks and this is done through. And the one exception to that, like you might decide that you need a backstory for your um, guy. Mm-hmm. We're not letting anyone say, well I was in the SAS and no. I was just around the corner. I was, I was in the police tactical group. No. no. We are allowing the rangers which are the ex-police, that are, they'll get given a pistol by me. They're the only people that walk into the game armed. And that's because I expect a beat copper to have the pistol they're issued by the police with them and anyone that's been in the military hates the thing that they've been issued. They want the shiny thing that some <laughs> other guy's got. And, yeah, look at the style. Yeah. No oh, Australian oh. style draw go, oh, I want to buy a style, man. Oh, they all go, oh, I want an M4. Oh, I want a G36. Oh. The style's so crap. And that... And that's what I want. Yeah. You're going to get a manual Glock. Yes, you can shoot people. Nobody else can shoot people straight away. So you've got one up on them. But the other thing with... What's the other twist on being a ranger? Yeah. You want to cover that one, Chris? Or Yeah, you're, um, you're still... Theoretically, you still think you're in your job. You, you still want to be a, a good person and still protect everyone. Yeah, you're still... Yeah, you want to protect people. So it's not that you feel like you're a police officer still, but you have this moral code. Yes, yeah, you so you're still trying to survive, but you're still also trying to help everyone else survive and keep order, peace and order. So if you're walking along the road as a ranger and you see somebody lying on the side of the road, your moral code tells you what to do. Yeah, go and, and help them. Go and help them. Yeah. If you're a pirate walking along that same road... How are you going to interact with that person? Empty their pockets. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. 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 Maybe even kill them to stop them from coming after you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And if you're a trader, yeah. no, you no. do, you'd interact totally differently again. Yeah. yeah. You may stop and say, hey, you've got anything of value. How can I help you? Yeah. Or, yeah. or even... Uh, or just know, walk off. Just yeah. ignore them. Just, uh, I've got an IV bag, but it'll run you 50 bucks. Ooh, IV bags. Are they a thing? Ooh, uh, we're talking about them in the moment. Mm. They're going to be pretty rare, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon they will be. So, I yeah. want red cordial in mine. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to run is I'm going to run the Milsim West um, Medic and Revival rules. We don't have medics, but mm. like a tourniquet is still a thing, a dead rag or a red rag or whatever you want to call it, that's still a thing. Um, and if you don't know it, go and watch the Milsim West. Go to the Milsim West website. We're just copying those guys because as far as I'm concerned, they've got it right. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Um, <coughs> yeah, if... If you're not sure what Milsim West is, guys, it's basically um, Airsoft, basically, Milsim East. They, they've been running events for years. So if you've got no idea what Milsim is, go check them out. And, and Milsim West also does role-play events. They do one that is semi-post-apocalyptic-y, fallout They do one. Oh, okay. And I only found out about that last night, and they still run the same medic rules there. 
So the deal is you've got a tourniquet and that's something you need to find. So if you get shot and you don't have a tourniquet, you can't treat yourself. Yeah. No, you bleed out and yep. go and respawn. So in the COVID environment, I and I've got to be really careful about COVID at the moment because it's a bit of a hot mm. spot or a hot topic or it's it's back on people's minds yeah. again. <coughs> that if you've found a tourniquet, you can apply a tourniquet to yourself. Yeah, Other people won't be coming up and pulling your tourniquet out like we did in EP. Yeah, it, so you, we've, you, we've got to work around that for COVID. Yep. Yeah, you get shot. Like, if you haven't been shot majorly and you just, you're down, you get there, you put your tourniquet in your arm, you pull it nice and tight, you're alive again. You, you've semi-fixed yourself and you're back yeah, in the you're game. In a, you're in a wounded state. Yeah, it also it also allows for people that want to come to the event um, alone um, and go, well, what's this? And they can experience it alone without having to be uh, added negative to other players, um, especially like getting shot because, you know, gel balls are a thing and it is a part of the event. So buy that tourniquet to your... Uh, yeah, so you don't have to be part of a squad as yeah, no, yeah, you can you can come in, play on your own, or or what have you, or go off and do your own thing from your mates, and not be afraid of dying because you didn't have a buddy to tourniquet you. Yeah, see the the opposite side of the coin I see here to Milsim. Milsim is something you have to do lots and lots mm. of gear and special and equipment training. and train together as a squad. And when I when this idea came into my head, I went. I want this to be the exact opposite of that. Yep. I want this to be a 10-year-old kid can come on Friday and go, I'll have a crack. Mum and Dad, can I have a crack at this? And they bring them down and they have a crack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they're going to enjoy it. Oh, I, I reckon they'll love it. Everybody that has a crack at it, I think, is going to um, Oh, big time. Um, oh, look, we're going to have some teething problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, too, is, like, your mindset. Like, I feel that people that are going to come in from like Milsim and Speedsoft and like, oh, I'm going to be expecting to shoot everybody. No, that's, that's kind not, of... Not a I've got to do everything game. I do to get that uber yeah. premium blaster. I've got I've got a race to earn all the resources. Yeah. Um, like we were talking about earlier, what price do we put... Like if you go to the trading post, what's the cost of a gun? And we went, that's... A, we went yeah, probably two grand for a pistol. Yeah, you're looking yeah. At up to a couple of grand and then so it keeps that, going up and up and up. And, and we talked about the average person, we, and we went around the room, there was 10 people in here, and we went, all right, who's got what in their pocket now? That's what we're going to base the currency on, and we worked out, all right, the average person in the room has got $50 cash on them. Yeah, some had more, to, some had less. 50 bucks yeah. on average. And what we're going to do is literally, it's like a roll of the dice. Think Dungeons and Dragons here. It's it's a roll of the dice. It's chance. You didn't prepare. For, like the preppers have prepared, they get their go bag, but literally... This has shocked you. It's a solar flare. Mm-hmm. It's not something we were predicting. You got like three minutes notice on the radio. Come on! Oh, there's a solar flare coming. Look out! Oh, so yeah. anyone that's got any goodies, they're not going to sell them at, at retail prices. They're going to oh, no. blaze it and ruin it, so they've got more value to help themselves out. Yeah. So we're going to have an in-game currency. That's going to be a thing, but that's not going to relate directly to the price of a Coca-Cola on the street now is going to be cheap compared to what a Coca-Cola oh, 10 yeah, minutes dang. after the apocalypse is. Yeah. All of a sudden, uh, price... You might be paying $20, $30 for a can yeah, of Coke. The, the oh, rarity yeah. tax has gone up. And, and your interaction with the trader will flavour that price. Oh, yeah, big time. Big you're time. not walking into a shop and going, oh, can I grab that $3 thing? Yeah. You're going, how much for that thing? Yeah. And the trader's going to go, mm, for you... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Well, I've only got four left. <laughs> yeah, so, I've only got four left, but in reality, I've got sixty sitting in the back somewhere. Yeah, so this <laughs> allows me to introduce the last character class, which I call the bureaucrat. So the bureaucrat <laughs> is an accountant, a tax agent, a lawyer, people that are like in that business service. Hmm. They're used to talking to people and negotiating things and that. So. The bonus of being a bureaucrat, like you might have been the local council member or you might have been a member of parliament, or those red tape people. The white-collar folk. Yeah, those white-collar used to negotiating. So these guys get a perk with traders. Mm. They get the ability to be able to barter better with traders. When they play the game, that's their thing. They're negotiators. They're, they come to agreements. 
Um, but there's yeah. something bad about them too. Like there's, there's a flip side to that coin. What do you guys <laughs> think of that? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the uh, the flip side, they're, they're negative. Um, I think it definitely balances out their positive because I think people are going to come into a bit of a shock if we tell them. Yeah, let's do it. Chris, do you remember what it is? I wasn't in the room for this uh, part of it. Yeah, bureaucrats so, can't use weapons. Yeah, a bureaucrat cannot fire a weapon because... Let's think about it. A lawyer, they're not aggressive. They're not violent people in the... Nat- like, and I'm generalising as much yeah. as I can here. We're trying to make classes, different classes of people that have got different skills and attributes and stuff. So To play the role, yeah. yeah. To play this role, you're going to have to play it without a gun. Yep. Your wits, your ability to convince people to do or not do things is your skill. Would... Off air, I know we've been talking about this. Yeah, no, now, but now on air, with the bureaucrats not being able to arm themselves for protection, would they still be under the category of carrying LARP? Yeah, absolutely. They are role playing. They're just not firearm. Yeah. yeah, no, big time. Yeah, like it's it's taking on a role, taking on a pro, uh, persona. It may not be yours. It may be yours. That you're you're not a violent person. You use your words to get in and out of situations. Yeah, I, I don't want people to come and be themselves. Huh. I want people to take an escape. When you create a character for modern warfare, Call of Duty, blah blah blah, you want to be somebody different to who you are. Yep. And I want people to have that gaming experience here too. But to suspend disbelief, go and like we're kids. Yeah. Let's use our imagination and play. So I'm always playing RPGs or whatever. You want to come and go? Let's have a big flip side. Let's let's be a civilian and see how I can be. Yeah, I want to challenge myself and not person. be a combatant. Oh, I want, yeah. Or I'm normally a really moral person. I'm. I'm like I'm a converted, a devoted Christian, so I'm going to try and be a pirate. Yep. Because those guys are the exact. I want to see what it's like to be that guy in a safe environment. Mm. It is. It's definitely a great way to put it. That, um, especially for people who play video games and all that kind of stuff. Um, like, be a civilian. Give it a try. Or if you if you play like really really lawful good characters or good characters. Try and play an evil one, or vice versa, and see how you go. This is yeah. all about coming up with your own. Who were you when this happened? Yeah, anyone that's played D anD D, it's like don't be the Paladin man. Yeah, be the mage. Be yeah. be the healer. Be a druid. Be a bard. Be something different. And then it's, as you're saying off air, if the, the character role you put yourself into, if you're not a hundred percent happy with, it or you're not feeling so comfortable, go and respawn. Once you, once you respawn. You can talk to whoever's in charge and see if you can come back as a different character. Yeah. I don't want... Like one of the, the barriers to Milsim is that I've got to buy a lot of kit, I've got to wear a uniform, I've got to wear specific clothes. I want you to rock up in civilian clothes, basically, and then go, all right, well, I want to try and be a pirate. So the thing that tells every player what faction or whatever you're with, we're going to have the wristbands that we normally do for games, and each colour of wristband will mean... You're part of this tribe, this group, this faction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah like big time. Like it's this is this is like the first kind of event uh, that I've ever been to, and that I've ever really kind of seen um, in in Australia, anyhow. And um, yeah, we are definitely going to have some teething problems. That's for certain. But with the way we've got this set up, in the sense of classes, feel free to try them all out. Like, if you're not happy with doing something, just come out, respawn, and go, hey, can I try this? Yeah. Don't don't feel like you have to be a ranger all the time or a civilian or what have you. you know? Yeah. Once, once you die, you, you lose all those perks or... Yeah, yeah. every, every time you, you die, it's like dying in a game. You go back to level zero, you go back to the spawn point. If you'd earned the right to have your XDP, you've, if you've died, you've lost that. Yeah. And then you've got to find it again. Think about... Um, Minecraft for the really simple when you die all your stuff's there and you're gone yep. but I'm not going to tell you to leave your XDP on the ground and stuff so just walk back to the spawn point with it with your dead rag out put that stuff back in the car come back to the spawn point and go um, I want to try as a pirate now actually speaking on that uh, that death thing uh, looting uh, oh yeah looting's a thing yeah so um, I think we were having discussion on blasters aren't lootable Re- if you if it's your blaster that you've brought, I don't think that, nobody should touch that except no, you. No. And that's why I want it left in your car. I don't want to 
put that in a crate and look after it for you. Put it in your car yeah. and we'll just use the honor system. When you come back through the gate, show me you've got the lootable because we use like a little card that's laminated that says X blast or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but uh, things that you get in the event, like cash and anything else... Yeah, there'll be a currency. That's totally lootable. And any of the cards that people have got on them that they've got from the loot boxes that or traded with traded other people yet. that they haven't traded with a yeah. trader, Gonski. Yeah. So we're speaking on these cards, and basically, from my understanding, these cards are... I can go get a blaster or I can upgrade my current blaster. And this doesn't happen instantly either. And it's not just blasters. It might be Your food an, an IV bag. Yep. It yeah. might be this is an iced coffee mm. you found yep. or you found a bag of ice. And yep. found it could be up. anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like any of these cards that you can then prevent, uh, present to traders or even barter with other players even. So if you see old matey with... Uh, yeah, so you pick up, you find yourself a... a blaster card and you've already got your blaster you can go oh well i've got two but i only own one i will barter with this to someone else and get yeah, something i'd love to one. get my tent out of my car hey bill i know you've got uh one for a tent and you've already got your tent let's trade yeah yeah big time um and, and i think i've just raised that point that everything that you bring to camp and enjoy the lap by the clothes that you wear you leave that in the car yeah, and you you've got it, it You've got to find that resource in game with one of these cards, then you can go and get it out of the car. Yep. Yeah, because when the EMP goes off, like you're not sitting at home with everything ready. Like you, yeah, no. you're out in your car. You can. Be I don't know. Hours the preppers away. are going to try and tell me, "Oh, I got everything ready," but like we're restricting you to a go bag. You're out and about. You, you've got the go bag with you. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, for the people out there that are the preppers, trust me, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I sit on that fence line. Um, but this is, we are trying to make this as an event, as in a game. So, you know, some people are like, oh, but I've got an AR-15 in my car. Yeah. And I was like, sure. We, yeah, there's a few limitations yeah, it's, it's, to it, the character's role. Yeah. yeah, so rule number one is don't game the rules. Yeah, yeah. Act with honour, try and act within your character and do what your character yep. would do and try and survive. There are no winners or losers. No. no. Like, it's you're here to enjoy yourself, enjoy the event. Um, the, only, the only winner is the person that goes home with a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you only lose if you're sitting there kicking yourself about, oh, because I didn't get to do this or what have you. Yeah. And the only reason I'm putting this together at the last minute is because a lot of people have taken time off for that 4, 5, 6 September, mm. and they've gone, all right, Eastern Predator's not going to happen, we're worried about COVID. This is something that you can just jump to. Yeah, big time. And, but I'm not saying you have to jump to it. Mm. Like, um, Toowoomba might put a Milsim on that weekend. And if yeah. you're a Milsim, go and Milsim. This this is just an alternative. It's something I've had banging around in the back of my head for ages. And the thing that drives me towards this is once you step onto the field as a player, you're in charge of everything that you mm. do and your experience. Nobody in admin is saying, you need to go over and do this. Yeah, like the only... The only rules, really, that are in play is your character. You must be a character. Yeah. Other than that, I'm, it's, it's... I'm going to create a, whatever. a rule set, but it will be one page. It's, yeah, it's simplified. It's guidance and, like, we'll have some admin people out there playing characters and they'll mentor from them. Mm. Go and talk to them and go, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Is that okay? I'd rather you ask and then go, yeah, but how about you do it this way instead? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely come in, um, don't expect us to play for you. This is definitely a thing that you show up and go, I want to give this a try. Or even if you do want to be yourself, you rock up as a civilian or or whatever it is and go, yeah, I do want to play this and I want to play it my way. That's kind of where I feel people should be coming from. Yeah, there, there are story elements that are going to get dropped during mm -hmm. the game, but Hidden they secret. mightn't happen. Yep. Absolutely. Th some of the stuff I've got planned, like all of a sudden it might become an egalitarian society and all mm -hmm. the bad guys aren't doing stuff, so I'll have to go, all right, the next f 10 people that respawn, you're going to become pirates to force things. Yep. But I'm not going to walk out into the game zone and give people quests or missions or mm -hmm. specific objectives that you need to keep this area protected because <laughs> then you'll get... No, that's just... That's Milsim. That's not this. Yeah. No, this is definitely like um, like setting up your own quest. Like, for an example, like, because um, I believe there are going to be set traders, correct? Like, set NPCs that you select for this first event. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in net future events, yep. yeah, I want to grow this. Yep. Absolutely. I want people to go, 
I want to try being a trader because mm-hmm. I want to see if I could run a business. Yeah. But what you could do, uh, or sorry, so this is an idea, and this is an idea floating around in my head if I were to be a civilian. Try to collect as many like blaster tokens as possible and then become like a small arms dealer out in the middle of nowhere, that kind of thing. Yeah, because we were talking about the wasteland before, like the whole mm. compound, we talked about the wasteland, but we're going to create at, at the point, the, the place where we respawn and do that stuff. There's going to be a small town and people are going to gravitate to a town for certain things. They're going to want food. Food's part of this. Mm-hmm. Safety. They, they want a companionship and oh. blah, 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 blah. So people will come to the town and that's where you go to the tavern and sit down and talk to people. Yeah. You go to the coffee shop and have a coffee with people and, and do things. Yep. Um, also that, that's where the your mission comes from. Yeah. Is you talking to another person and then going, you know what, I, I need some charcoal. But the game's yeah, so, I, so I don't have any of this. I need some salt. Mm, yep. But so far it's sounding pretty um simple and sedate like I'll the world's coming to an end. I've just got to find food and that. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not as simple as that. Like, there's been some ideas thrown around that there's going to be some hiccups along the way. Survival ain't fun, baby. Yes, yeah, yeah. survival hiccups. Not yeah. so much game I, hiccups. I, I used to do survival training. One of my jobs in the military was survival training. I used to teach people how to do, make traps and all that stuff. So there might be and you can sit there in the classroom and teach that every day of the week until you put people in a live scenario and then they try to do it, it gets complicated. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always something you haven't thought of. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah. some ideas that they've got floating around to keep the game interesting. Yeah, there's going to be... Like, your character should evolve during the game. They should grow, mm-hmm. learn, and... I'm trying to think of no wishy-washy things, but you should level up. Yeah. Yeah, you should... Yeah, like you, you level up and become stronger and stronger, but that strength's not going to help you if you're not watching your own back. Well, I guess the best way to put it is, like, um, it's like when you enter a new job, right? You enter a new job, and then you gain all these skills over a period of, say, six months, right? Climb your ladder. Yeah, yeah, basically, you climb you climb the probie ladder and you're like, okay, awesome, sweet. I've reached to a point where I can do my job without being supervised mm-hmm. at a professional level. Uh, sorry, at a proficient level. That's what I would kin to levelling up in the real world. And, yeah, and like think of it like Fortnite. When you start Fortnite, you start at a certain level and you go out and you do things and you get better mm-hmm. guns and you get better this and you get better that and you get skins and blah, blah, blah. And when you get killed, you go back to level zero. Yep. And that's the same here. But the beauty of level zero, when you respawn, and there's going to be multiple reasons to respawn, um, like you might get sick. Like mm. There's going to be COVID's a thing, so that will complicate your life and some people will have COVID and not in the game. Yep. Um, and, and that's, we're literally going to roll a dice as you walk through the gate and go, okay, here's an envelope and that tells mm. you whether you've got COVID or yeah. not. And then something's... Yeah, you might get sick and die or... Yeah, or something of that nature. Yeah, or you might have cancer. Or and bone deficiency, something of that yeah, nature. You might, you yeah, you might be a guy that needs calcium. So mm. that one, yeah, you've got all these things, but you've got to... Your motivation is to go and find your child. Yeah. 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 Your child's out there find somewhere. Your, your need yeah. to survive. Yeah. And that's going to be in the envelope mm. to encourage you to go, all right, this is, this is the crutch that I've got to lean on or this yeah. is the thing I've got to go and find. Yeah. Um, kind of yeah, even like addictions or anything of that nature like because we had energy drink up on the field here. Yeah, we, we talked about chemicals and drugs and addictions <laughs> and yeah, in the future I absolutely mm. want to have stimulants and mm. nose beers and what all that, <laughs> like the concept of that. Sorry, yeah, guys. because <laughs> cause I was watching a Mill Sim West video and they had stimulants but mm. the downside of a stimulant is become addicted yep. and if you don't have one you lose your blah, blah, blah. Yeah, X, Y and Z. Um, but... We don't have time to do that for no. this event. We've got to keep, we've got to pare this Simplicity. right down, have one page of rules and then let the kids in the sandbox and stand back and watch. Yeah, and just let them play. I was, I was more actually talking towards the energy drink and the iced coffee because we've got that up there and we all kind of smiled at each other like, oh, yeah, energy drinks, who needs those? And the moment iced coffee came up on the, on the board, people were like, oh, no, because that is a real-world addiction. A lot of people have, like, especially in the younger demographic, like, I love energy drinks. I drink like three or four a day and I'm like, well, damn, that's, you know. And, and I'm not saying don't bring those and oh, put them yeah. in your car. 
but you've got to earn it. Yeah. You've got to do something in game to then get that. Yeah, that's so exactly find, right. I'm, find I'm not telling you what that is because that could be anything. Yeah, yeah you either find the currency or you've got to barter or trade or... Or loot it even. So if you're good enough, yeah. If you're good enough, good thing I'm playing a trader because I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but no, right, I, I think I think the um, the whole aspect of the game, if if people fall into their character roles, is going to be a lot of enjoyment to be had. Mm, big time. Um, even though there will be hiccups along the way. Yeah. It's, if it's if you don't enjoy game. the concept of acting a little bit and role-playing, you're not going to like this. So I used to be the jock in high school and was never really into, like, role-playing Is that jock games. or joke? Uh, <laughs> no, that's you, Chris. Uh, a little bit of both. Um, yeah, so, like, when, when the kids were like, oh, yeah, I play Warhammer 40K and d and I always go, Warhammer 40K. Bloody nerd. War- I don't even know when Warhammer 40K is. <laughs> you guys kill me. But, yeah, now I um, I gave... Um, I eventually got onto the tabletop 40K, started playing that, started really enjoying it. Do you paint the little soldiers? Uh, I do have some <laughs> sitting at home, but they are grey as they came. So, mm. And, um, yeah, a buddy of mine's like, hey, I'm running this tabletop game that's 40K. I'm like, I really love the universe. And that's how I got into it was somebody just pushed me to do it and go and I really enjoyed it so even if it's not your forte give it a try because you never know you might really really enjoy it yeah you might play 10, 10 minutes of this and go you know what this is not me mm. I, I'm not enjoying being a pirate I, I want to do good things yeah. I want to be altruistic yeah, just come over respawn mm. start at level 0 again yeah you're not bound to a pe- when you come you're not wearing the uniform of a country and you Need to be that for the whole event. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, by all means, too, if, if people wanna, if you want, if you've heard the podcast, you're like, you know, Ranger sounds really, really cool, and you want to get your your police uniform set up, by all means. But you know, I would also just suggest bringing along some civvy clothes, unless you, you know, in case you want to give civilian a try, and you know, all that other stuff. Yeah, like I think about the first season of Walking Dead. Rick walked out of the hospital and mm. he put his uniform back on, and he was trying to be the sheriff still and. Mm. And as the series went on, Rick ain't no sheriff no more. No, no, definitely not. And there's no reason your character would not change over time. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, like, even we've got um, corporate security up there. I see them in time definitely becoming more like pirates or definitely hard really? mercenaries. Oh, big time. I reckon, yeah? I reckon guys who have that, like, disposable, like, they're well-trained, they're well-equipped, people here aren't. So mm. what's to stop them from going, hmm? They're going to try and, yeah, build their own yeah. law and order. Yeah. What, what's it's our way or no way at all. Like, these coppers have only got mm. Glocks and I've got ARs. I could hit them from range. What's stopping mm. me from taking over the town? I definitely I definitely see something like that happening I think in the their future. moral code is what will stop them. Because mm. we're talking about those guys being um, like a lawful neutral or a true neutral in D&D terms where... They don't want to be good. They don't want to be bad. They want to not be involved with other people. Mm. It, they want to be self-interested. But having that power at hand, I really think it's going to go to their heads. I reckon if a police officer walk down the street all day with a gun, it yeah, look at them. Oh, oh yeah, let's yeah, let's 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 get away from this conversation. But no, no, no. But the, 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 the yeah. corporate security, though, I can see. Um, Dep- a, a lot of people throwing a lot of resources at them, trying to get them on side. Mm. Um, yeah. To their benefit, and because corporate security are paid thugs, yeah, they're not necessarily thugs, but they're a paid, paid. security. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're trained them, people with yeah. with skill set and weaponry yeah. to and protect gun- you. Yeah, yeah. If, um, for people who are in the security industry, going, oh, that's fucking bullshit. I'm in the security industry. Don't take it to heart. Okay. Uh, and, and like we've got, um, I talked to Steve from Death Jesters. Death mm. Jesters is coming as. The death jesters in their yeah. uniform, but the backstory he's got is um, the death jesters are an Italian uh, military unit, and they've just done an exercise on an Ogre. They jumped on a bus to then go on the plane, so they don't have the guns and their gear, mm-hmm. and that's when the Empire hit. Oh, so awesome. that's their story. Mm. Is yeah, we've got a uniform, but we don't have all our stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's I really like how quickly you came up with it. Mm. Yeah, I get what you're doing. Yeah. I'm I'm not focused on that. I've got to have my gear. It's I've got a story here. Yes, we're mates. We all know each other. We come into this as a team. Mm-hmm. We're a military, so we've got that aspect, but yep. we don't have the kit to go with it. Yeah, that's actually that's actually really good. So too. essentially, they're 
civilians dressed in a uniform. No, no, they are military. They're military. But they don't have the support of the military because the second that EMP went off, everything died. Nothing was with them. Yep. And, and they, were going, they were going to get on a plane to fly back to Italy. Would you have your AR on you? Oh, no, no, that'd be no. stowed in luggage and all no. that sort of stuff. You're not gunned up in Australia when you're on an exercise. No. You might have a few blank rounds, but... Yeah. And when you're travelling around as a foreign military, you're not going to be carrying your guns. No. And, and I loved how mm. they went down that road to... So they weren't gaming the rules. They were trying to work within the rules yep. and have a backstory. Still be the military, mm-hmm. but work inside the yep. rules. That definitely works too. If you've got a group of mates and... A lot of people out there have that multi-cam camo. And if you and I... The multi-sham, oh, the yeah. multi-tax, oh, the multi-scam. Yeah, out of, out of all the uniforms, yeah, you know. Uh, Do you wear multi... You don't wear multi-cam. No, um, I've got the, uh, the, the, two, um, the two-tone desert American camo, but I really want the three-tone chalk chip. I reckon that's the best one. Jake, I'm showing now to Jake here. He knows who he is. He's the chalk chip king. Oh. Actually, I think he uh, made fun of me for not having chop chip at a, uh, when we were here. Not having it. enough chop chip because <laughs> you had tricolour, not six colour. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like tricolour. Anyway, let's get off. Anyway. Let's go to camouflage. This is not military, yeah, no, no, so we don't need to focus on that. No, but yeah, if you've got like friends you want to rock up and multicam, like the Amer- the Marines do a lot of exercises here, almost like every year. Was it Talisman Sabre? Yeah. So yeah, if, if that's like your thing and you're like all camped up, by all yeah. means, but don't expect to have your guns. But you've got to remember. This is not a milsim. This is no. live action yep. role play. It's a survival mm-hmm. apocalyptic, not post Like this is not yep. Mad Max. This is not Fallout. The apocalypse didn't happen twenty years ago. It happened yeah. right now. Yeah, like um, this is survi- yeah. This is the closest thing I can think to try and tell people what this is. It's Daisy. Yeah, without the zombies. Yeah, but you've just woken up and the world's gone to shit and you've got nothing. Yeah, you've got absolutely nothing. And that, that, that's yeah. the fun aspect. That's the challenge is you've got nothing, you've got to go and get stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the big bit. But, yeah, like if, if you want to rock up in cams with your mates, by all means, but it's not a Milsim event. It is something completely different. But that's also going to prevent you from being bad. If yes. you're in cams, you're, you're somebody that protects the nation and nah, 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 mm-hmm. nah. So you need to bring some other gear so that you some can... kind of order. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, the preppers might wear some cams, but they're not going to wear a uniform. Yeah, no. They're going to be ragtag random cams or yeah. all wearing the same cam because they're a prepper colony or uh, a, a, yeah, a kibbutz or um, um, a cult or something. Uh, well, well, Drink my Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great channel called Holy Kool-Aid. You should go and check that out. <laughs> This Kool-Aid test funny. Mm. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't even Kool-Aid they drank that day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's, 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 um, yeah, it sounds I like haven't seen a exciting. smile in your eye. Like, you're smiling, but your eyes are smiling too, and I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah. You're looking forward to this. Kids don't take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> don't take drugs. No, no, no. Don't take drugs. Uh, no, it's, um, it's, Totally different to everything I've prepared myself with the squads I've been a part of. Yeah, um, it, it's it's nothing like I've ever seen or heard of. Um, yeah, so it, training. It's a, mix, it's a mix of a lot of things, but then totally different in every aspect. Mm. Yeah, being ready for CQB mm. is not going to be the best thing here. Oh, being no. ready to do. Um, a fighting withdrawal or an ambush drill, they're not the best things that will keep you alive in this this flashpoint. No, no, no. they might be good once you start levelling up. but Maybe in that, a future that, event, that then knowledge there'll be militaries. You and you're getting stripped down bare bone and you're thrown yeah. into this well where something's just happening and you've got nothing. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. hey... Shit, I'm a, I'm a baby, I've just yeah. been born, I've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to fight now, I've got to find a way to, to live, I've... Got to mm. go around and talk to people, find out what's oh, going on. And I want to see a guy rock up with a shirt that says, I'm a lover, not a fighter, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, if I see that, that's a free can of beans. <laughs> from, from my personal Is stock. that a promise? Yeah, that is, that is a promise. If you if you rock up with that shirt, anybody rocks up with that shirt... They get a free can of baked yeah, beans. Yeah, they, they get a free can of like baked beans or soup or spaghetti or Quick down to the screen got. printer, everyone. <laughs> I suppose we better talk a bit about food and the event, mm. like the backside of the event. Um, 
what we need you to bring is food that's canned or in those foil pouches, that sort long, of stuff. Long-lasting stuff. Yeah, that stuff that does to not... in your bunker. Yeah, it doesn't require cooking. If you've watched Doomsday Preppers and seen the stuff that they've got in their bunker, like they've got big cans of beans, mm. that sort of stuff, um, or ration packs or MREs or hunger busters, that style of stuff, cans of tuna, cans of spam, that that's the sort of food... I'd like you to bring because it keeps you in immersed in the game. Yep. And this is a multi-day event. Mm. So people are going to walk in and out a bit and people aren't going to stay for the whole two and a half days. But some people, I think some people are going to go, I'm going to try and survive just in game by finding the food and water and resources and try and live that. I but feel I'm, I'm that's going to be the, the... That's the most excitement for myself. Yep. Can I survive for these two, and a half, these two nights and two days without getting killed once? Without having to leave compound, like yeah, you're staying here. You've got that's nothing. Per, that's my personal challenge to Bill. Can you survive the whole time without dying? You, you've got to, yeah, go and forage and find these little cards yeah. we've been talking about that at random times and random locations may or may not mm. be dispersed. And, and look, you've got to find your sleeping gear. You've got to find some food and you find currency and you've got to buy it and barter and trade and. Yeah, and the idea of the cards is you have that stuff in your car. You might be a celiac, so you you can't eat bread. So I don't want to physically supply the food net. Like, we're going to have a little bit in the trading post, so you can get the idea of how that works. But have some stuff in your car, and when we say you get... We might have a food thing that's 1,000 calories or protein or whatever. Then you can go and get your jerky or, Mm. like, try and play in the spirit of the game with that stuff. But you need to bring it all. Yeah, uh, big time, especially uh, your own utensils and things of that nature. Um, water, guys, seriously, bring water because it's going to be summer. Ooh, water. Yeah. Well, this September is summerish, isn't it? No. Uh, there's a bit of a twist with water, but I'm not going to... Yeah. Look, you can start off with a bottle of water. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let people walk onto the field with a camelback. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a camelback is an advanced piece of gear that you've uh, got to... It's a resource you've got to find and to fill a camelback... That ain't easy. Uh, Clean water in the apocalypse. Oh, all the water pumps are down. Yeah. All the water purification. So we're right next to the Brisbane River. So theoretically, like <laughs> I'm going to have water. Yeah, we've but got you've condensation traps to clean that dirty water. Oh, don't maybe we use Puri tabs? Like yeah. that might be the resource. So you're going to have to trade and barter. Like if that's not your skill, if you're a bureaucrat you're not going to have the survival skills to find water. So you're going to have to team up with people and go, mm-hmm. I've got bureaucrat skills, you've got guns, let's work together. Yeah. And that's where... You need to team up with new people and random people. And, uh-huh. and that's where you team up with, like, deaf jesters if you're a bureaucrat. Are you going to team up with them? No. You already did that once. I did that <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting event, I reckon. Um, I reckon a lot of new friendships are going to come out of this. So... Going to be yeah. pretty good, and and what I want to say is, this ain't Milsim, no. but that doesn't mean Milsim's bad. And, no. and I've said that about like Toowoomba, they do a great Milsim. Mm. EP, oh, I love they do a great Milsim. Yep. This is just this is another flavour of ice cream. Yep. Just because you're not using your blaster all the time doesn't mean it's not fun. Oh yeah, big time. So, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah this is this is like a flavour of ice cream with like fruit tingle. So this is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. You're this, a bloody this, is, this is way out there. This is not chocolate or strawberry. This yeah, this is, is this is something you go to one of those. This is a whole new flavour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is hunk of hunk of burning fudge. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you see that in Avengers where he said that? Oh, you wouldn't, Chris. Oh, no, 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 I've seen. I've seen Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Uh, a couple of them. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, if you say the guy with the shield, I'm going to be like, oh lord. You know, yeah, he's lord. got the big shield on his arm. Yeah. Is that the Hulk? No, that's Captain America. Oh, See, yeah, you do yeah, know. Zeno. You do know. I also, I also saw the Expendables. Yep. The who? Expendables. Who are they? That's like... No, that's a joke. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like... You got me now. I don't know the names. It Man, I lived through guns. the 80s. And like, I was born oh, in the 70s, right. so yeah. I know who all those guys are. No, I, 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 I grew up with guys. Skippy, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> I got called Skippy when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, we, we're cracking on for an hour. I think this is enough of a teaser for people to go, I, so. I do or I don't want to come. Look, um, there's going to be a lot of 
There's more there's, to come. There's more to come. <clears throat> a lot more. We're going to try and get some stuff out there. Obviously, I'm cobbling this together at the last minute. It's an idea I've had in the back of my head for ages, and I didn't want to do it because I was working on an EP. I'm not working on EP now, so I'm going to give this a crack. Is this going to be fantastic? I don't know. I, I, don't ha- know. I have a good I feeling. I hope it is. I reckon it's going to be balls of fun. It's going to be loads of fun. There's enough people offering their assistance in helping you get your idea alive. Yeah. So, um, so I feel it's going to... It's it's gonna have yeah teething problems, yep. but I feel it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a great experience to get in and and have a crack at it at least. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is the price of the event. Now we toed and froed and all of us talked about, and at the end of the day, this is not a business venture, but it's got to make money because we're doing this for wounded heroes. Mm. At the end of the day, we've got to make money and give you an experience. Yep. So we tried to balance out that. And what we did is we went, all right, what would a day of camping, you, to get a campsite somewhere, you'd pay 40 bucks. Huh. To get a gel blaster plane, you'd pay 40 bucks for the day, blah, blah, blah. Threw some numbers together. And what we came up with is 160, 180 bucks for Friday night to Sunday night. Huh. So we're looking at 180 bucks. If you think that's not fair, just donate 180 bucks to <laughs> Wounded Heroes <laughs> instead um, because the money's going to them. Yep. Um, yeah, and they're a great, great charity. Yeah. yeah. Some, some people don't. That's fine. That's uh. They want to donate to a different charity. That's cool. Um, I'm doing this work because I'm passionate about Wounded Heroes. I do a lot of work for them. This is not a Milsim East thing. This is not an Eastern Predator thing. This is a Wounded Heroes activity. I'm running this as the sponsorship manager at Wounded Heroes. When you're emailing me about this, it's travis at woundedheroes.org.au, not tractor at Milsim East or any of it. This is this job I'm doing as the guy at Wounded Heroes that tries to create money. Uh-huh. So I just want that to be clear for people. So the the price is the price because we're trying to raise money for yeah. a charity and pay all the bills to get the event going. That, and, and that's that, why that, we've set the price. And that's two days, two nights, like two full days, like three Three days and two nights. Yep. In game, like that's yeah. that's fairly cheap. Yeah, considering. I, I hope it is. Yeah. Um, well, an over, overnight Milson, I think they're charging about the eighty to one twenty mark for yeah. an overnight Milson. Like, so, so two and nights, and you're getting two nights out of this. Yeah, it's and, um and three days. Look, I, I feel really weird asking people for that sort of money for an event that's like uh. just being created, but I think that people want to get behind this. I like the feeling I've uh. got in the last twenty four hours is. When I mentioned to a couple of people, oh, you know, I'd, I'd really like to try a LARP. And they're like, you know what? If you do that, let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's crack on Yeah, let's let's get it out there. Let's get it done. Um, so well, I, I, I think it's going to be a winner. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't mean that I'm not doing Mill Sims ever again. And mm. I might not, like, I might play it in the next EP. That This is not uh, the antithesis of EP or the guys there. <laughs> um, totally support what they're doing. I'm... I've got a passion for Milsim, uh, but obviously my ideas for Milsim are not the same as everyone else's. Yeah. So um, I stepped away from that for my, for me. Yeah. Not not yeah. because of anyone, but because I wanted to yeah. step away. You want to step away and do something different. So. Yeah, I wanted to do something different. My passion had had yeah. burned out a yeah. little bit. Um, and yeah, got to be passionate about what you do. That's it. I'm I'm doing this to raise money for Wounded Heroes. Yeah. I couldn't do that through EP. It was a totally different thing. Yeah. Can do it here, so that's why I'm here. Yeah, no, big time. Um, yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm happy to uh, be a part of oh, the yeah, process I you, of this. I know this, you're a big supporter game. of Wounded Heroes too, so. But, uh, but this event, I'm, I'm extremely excited about yeah. it. It's, uh, yeah. We might look at some, like, day passes or something to it, like yeah. some people. But there's some, some stuff that's going to happen at night, and that... that Marathon stay alive for two days thing. I, mm. I really like that. You need to be the yeah. overnight. The, the things we've been yeah. talking about, it, the excitement happens. I mean, the longer you're in game, the more excitement there is. Maybe yeah. we can even look at like a 24 hour pass or something. Somebody wants to just give yeah. a crack for a day. I'll, I'll go and talk to Martin, the CEO, mm. and see see if we can price up a couple of day passes yeah. for the people that don't know if this is a thing and they just want to dip their toes in the water. And, and that's one thing I want to do different to a Milsim that. People can dip their toes in the water, but just ducking down and going, you know, I'll give this a go for now. Go out mm. and not even play, but just go and walk around with some people and wear the safety glasses and yep. and get a bit of a feel for how this all works. Yep. Yeah, because it might not be your flavour of ice cream, yeah. but it might be something you're going to really, really enjoy and yeah. have yeah. a great experience and meet new friends. Yeah, look, this might be the new speed soft. This might be the something that goes nowhere. This might mm. be a vampire simulation that... 
nobody likes. Yeah. This might be the Brisbane Zombie Walk that was good for a couple of years and then disappeared. And then, and then, yeah, uh, and then died off. Yeah. I, I, oh, bloody this, insurance. This is going to be like ecstasy. This is going to hit the streets hard. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm punting this. Like, mm. We've got three weeks to be ready, so... I've got to get it done. I've got a lot of stuff to do in the background. You that preppers? Three weeks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you don't get three weeks notice that a solar flare is coming. You get about four minutes. <laughs> so what you can do in four minutes, hmm, we might test people on that. Can you light a fire in four minutes? Oh, Maybe there'd be p- fires to put. A solar flare would start some fires. Maybe we did need to do some emergency yeah. firefighting. Oh. Oh, I never even thought about that. Uh, anyway, well, I, I think we've talked enough. We're over an hour now. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm. hey, Chris, PG. do you think we talk this long, Chris? I don't think I've ever talked this long in one go in my life. <laughs> Dude, you could talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> what is what <laughs> oh, no, It's I, been I, fun I, having I, you guys on I think on board. we've covered nearly everything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been fun. I think we've covered enough without telling everyone everything. Oh, yeah. Because I want people to live the experience and, and do it firsthand and see what it is by doing Oh, not by reading rules or no. watching it'd videos. Be fun, it'd be fun to rock tell up everyone the ideas, yeah. but it's going to be more fun when people Play. rock up and see the things yeah. that are just going to happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this has been the Jobble, Milsim and everything else now podcast. <laughs> well, I've been tracked there and together we've had... Chris. And, and Jamie. Um, do you want to use your handles, your call signs? you got a... Your spanner? Oh, I'm Spanner, yeah. You got one, Jamie? Oh, yeah, I just go by Livacy, so... Livacy? Yeah. Like, because you like eating livers? Oh, I like doing some stuff with livers. Oh. <laughs> you creepy guy. They're nice with a good chown, dude. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to let us out here with my old mate, Kevin McLeod, and his um, free tunes, which is called Cantina Blues. <laughs>